Well, hi there, and welcome back to another episode of the All Around Growth Podcast. My name is Rob Kaiser, and I am your host. Today is the first day of summer. That's right, it's June 21st, 2022, and this is episode number 374 of a show that provides insight and tools to help build the lives and homesteads of our dreams. And that's right, in 2022, the June solstice occurs today, Tuesday, June 21st, and that marks the astronomical first day of summer. Now, the solstice is celebrated by many cultures around the world. And in today's episode, we're going to learn some facts about the solstice, read about some fun information, and also take a look at some folklore as I share an article from the Old Farmer's Almanac, Welcoming Summer. And that article is titled... Uh, what is that article titled? Anyways, Summer Solstice 2022, the first day of summer. And like I said, this comes from the Old Farmer's Almanac. I'll link to this in the show notes. This article was written on June 13th, 2022. And uh, I see no credit for an author. But uh, again, the link is in the show notes for this article and a lot of embedded links within it. So without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead and read this to you, make today's episode brief and to the point, Old Farmer's Almanac, which you can find at almanac.com slash content slash first day summer, summer solstice with dashes in between all those words, links in the show notes. All right. In 2022, the June solstice occurs on Tuesday, June 21st, marking the astronomical first day of summer. The solstice is celebrated by many cultures around the world. And like I said, facts, fun, and folklore. In the Northern Hemisphere, the June solstice, aka the summer solstice, occurs when the sun travels along its northernmost path in the sky. This marks the astronomical start of summer in the northern half of the globe. And in the Southern Hemisphere, it's the opposite. The June solstice marks the astronomical start of winter when the sun is at its lowest point in the sky. Alright, so when is the summer solstice? The June solstice occurs on, well, it occurred today, June 21st, 2022, at 5.14 a.m. And that is Eastern Time. Now, this solstice marks the official beginning of summer in the Northern Hemisphere. When Earth arrives at the point in its orbit where the North Pole is at its maximum tilt, about 23.5 degrees for those who are interested, toward the Sun, and that results in the longest day and the shortest night of the calendar year. And by the longest day, we mean the longest period of sunlight hours. On the day of the June solstice, the northern hemisphere receives sunlight at the most direct angle of the year. And in the southern hemisphere, the June solstice marks the beginning of winter. And there is a chart in this article outlining when the summer solstice is for both the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere for this year, next year, 2024, and 2025. And for those of you who are curious, it's Wednesday next year, Thursday the following year, and Friday in 2025. Interesting. Now in the Northern Hemisphere, the June solstice occurs when the... Jesus, criminy. I feel like this has been the, 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 the repeat 
of a repeat of a repeat, but I'm just going to go ahead and read it. I'm a little angry today because, hey, going cold turkey will do that to you. Shout out Scrambling. Thanks for the tip and encouraging me to grow a pair of balls. In the Northern Hemisphere, the June solstice, a.k.a. the summer solstice, occurs when the sun reaches its highest and northernmost points in the sky. It marks the start of summer in the northern half of the globe, and in contrast, the June solstice in the southern hemisphere is when the sun is at its lowest point in the sky, marking the start of winter. The word solstice comes from Latin stolstitium, or solstitium, from sol and stidium, meaning still or stopped. Due to the Earth's tilted axis, the sun doesn't rise and set at the same locations on the horizon each morning and evening. Its rise and set positions move northward or southward in the sky as Earth travels around the sun through the year. Now also, as the sun's track in the sky becomes higher or lower throughout the year, well, also, the sun's track in the sky becomes higher or lower throughout the year, the June solstice is significant because the sun reaches its northernmost point in the sky at this time, at which point the sun's path does not change for a brief period of time. Now, after the solstice, the sun appears to reverse course and head back in the opposite direction. The motion referred to here is the apparent path of the sun when one views its position in the sky at the same time each day, for example, at local noon. Over the year, its path forms a sort of flattened figure eight called an analemma. Of course, the sun itself is not moving unless you consider its own orbit around the Milky Way galaxy, but we won't go there. Instead, this change in position in the sky that we on Earth notice is caused by the tilt of the Earth's axis as it orbits the Sun, as well as Earth's elliptical rather than circular orbit. And there's some great pictures in this article, which again is linked to in the show notes. Does the solstice always occur on the same day? While the timing of the June solstice is not based on a specific calendar date or time, it all depends on when the sun reaches its northernmost point from the celestial equator. Right, therefore, the solstice won't always occur on the same day. Currently, it shifts between June 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Now, it's the year's longest day. The summer solstice is the day with the longest period of sunlight. Notice how the sun appears highest in the sky at the solstice, its rays strike Earth at a more direct angle, causing the efficient warming we call summer. Because the sun is highest in the sky on this day, you'll notice that your shadow at local or solar noon, not clock time noon, is the shortest it will be all year. Local noon is when the sun crosses the local meridian, an imaginary line between the north and south poles, and is highest in the sky for the day. For those who live in the southern hemisphere, Again, this is the shortest day of the year and marks the arrival of winter. Weird to think about, summer and winter. Now, is, summer, is the summer solstice, here's some frequently asked questions. Is the summer solstice the first day of summer? Yes and no. Technically, it depends on whether we're speaking about the meteorological, meteorological or astronomical start of the season. Most meteorologists divide the year into four seasons based on months and the temperature cycle which allows them to compare and organize climate data more easily. Now in this system, summer begins on June 1st and ends on August 31st. Therefore, the summer solstice is not considered to be the first day of summer, meteorologically speaking. Astronomically, however, 
the first day of summer is said to be when the sun reaches its highest point in the sky. Got this? <laughs> and again, this occurs on the summer solstice from June 20th through June 22nd, depending on the year. Therefore, the summer solstice is considered to be the first day of summer, astronomically speaking. Now, as an almanac, which is defined as a, quote, calendar of the heavens, we, being the Old Farmer's Almanac, prefer to follow the astronomical interpretation of the seasons and do consider the first day of summer to coincide with the summer solstice. That being said, you may choose to follow whichever system you like best. And if you don't follow the uh, astronomical interpretation of this, I don't know what to tell you. That's weird. All right. So there's also a common debate regarding how the exact timing of the solstice affects the first day of the season. For example, if the solstice occurs at 11.30 p.m. on a Saturday, should we consider that Saturday to be the first day of summer? Or should we instead consider the following day Sunday to be the first day? It tends to differ by whichever source you follow. Now, is the summer solstice the longest day of the year? Another frequently asked question. Yes, as spring ends and summer begins, the daily periods of sunlight lengthen to their longest on the solstice, then begin to shorten again. On the solstice, the sun is at its highest point in the sky and takes longer for it to rise and to set. Now, when the sun appears highest in the sky, near the summer solstice, the full moon opposite the sun generally appears lowest in the sky. On the winter solstice, just the opposite occurs. The sun is at its lowest in the sky, and at this time, its rays hit part of Earth at an oblique angle, creating the feeble winter sunlight. There's a handy sunrise and sunset calendar to figure out how many hours of sunlight you'll get in your location on the solstice. That is also embedded in this article, which is linked to in the show notes. So why don't the summer solstice fall on the same date each year? Why doesn't it? Well, the summer solstice in the northern hemisphere ranges in date from June 20th to the 22nd. And this occurs in part because of the difference between the Gregorian calendar system, which normally has 365 days, and the tropical year, which is how long it takes Earth to orbit the Sun once, which has about 365.242199 days. To compensate for the missing fraction of days, the Gregorian calendar adds a leap day about every four years, which makes the date for summer jump backward. However, the date also changes because of other influences, such as gravitational pull from the moon and planets, as well as the slight wobble in the Earth's rotation. So, another question. Why isn't the summer solstice the longest day of the year also the hottest day of the year? The answer is Earth's atmosphere, land, and oceans absorb part of the incoming energy from the sun and store it, releasing it back as heat at various rates. Water is slower to heat or cool than air or land. And at the summer solstice, the northern hemisphere receives the most energy or the highest intensity from the sun due to the angle of sunlight and day length. However, the land and oceans are still relatively cool due to spring's temperatures, so the maximum heating effect on air temperature is not felt just yet. Eventually, the land and especially oceans will release that stored heat from the summer solstice back into the atmosphere, and this usually results in the year's hottest temperatures appearing in late July, August, or even later, depending on latitude and many other factors. And this effect is called seasonal temperature lag.
Another question is, what is Midsummer Day? The Midsummer Day is June 24th, and historically this day marks the midpoint of the growing season, halfway between planting and harvest. It is traditionally known as one of four, quote, quarter days in some cultures, and folks celebrated by feasting, dancing, singing, and preparing for the hot summer days ahead. And again, another embedded link in this article about the ancient quarter days. Now, how do people celebrate the solstice? You can go strawberry picking. Enjoy a big bowl of strawberries and cream on the solstice. Why? Well, there are many people, like the Swedes, who celebrate the beginning of summer by eating the first strawberries of the season. Indulging in some strawberries and cream is the perfect way to celebrate the June solstice, since June's full moon is also known as the strawberry moon. Again, strawberries, strawberry moon, and more all embedded in this article, which I've linked to in the show notes. So if you want to go deep down a solstice rabbit hole, this is the right place to do it. Check out the show notes. It typic the, the strawberry moon typically coincided with the ripening of strawberries in what is now the northeastern and midwestern United States. In fact, in many states, this is the perfect time to go strawberry picking. Look up pick your own strawberry farms in your area. It sounds like a great activity for a family or just a way to get out and enjoy your local community with either your family or friends or just solo. What else can you do to celebrate the solstice? You can have a solstice evening bonfire. Now, many northern people also celebrate a solstice holiday known as Midsummer's Day on June 24th, which, like I said, is one of the four ancient quarter days of the year. And the eve prior is called Midsummer's Eve, marking the shortest night of the year. And a common way to celebrate is to have a bonfire party. After all, these northern people have emerged from some long, dark winters. In the Austrian state of Tyrol, torches and bonfires are lit up on mountainsides, which is a stunningly beautiful sight. Now, according to ancient Latvian legend, Midsummer's Eve, otherwise known as St. John's Eve, on June 23rd is spent awake by the glow of a bonfire and in pursuit of a magical fern flower said to bring good luck before cleansing one's face in the morning dew. And again, more links to fern folklore in this article. Now here are some fun facts about the solstice. The solstice does not bring the earliest sunrise, and although the day of solstice has the most daylight hours of the year, the earliest sunrises of the year occur before the summer solstice. The exact timing will depend in part on your latitude. In the mid-latitudes of the northern hemisphere it occurs about a week earlier than the June solstice. The reason for the timing of sunrises is related to the inclination of the Earth's rotational axis and Earth's elliptical, rather than circular, orbit. The latest sunsets of the year will occur several days after the solstice, again depending on latitude. Now, did you know that the sun actually sets more slowly around the time of the solstice, and that it takes longer to set below the horizon? This is related to the angle of the setting sun. The farther the sun sets from due west along the horizon, the shallower the angle of the setting sun. Conversely, it's faster at or near the equinoxes. Bottom line, enjoy those long romantic summertime sunsets at or near the solstice. There's links to sunrise and sunset times for your area 
embedded within this article. And there's some stuff about seasons on other planets, which I'm not going to read. And then some summer solstice folklore in here is deep snow in winter, tall grain in summer, which is an Estonian proverb. When the summer birds take their flight, goes the summer with them. Another, if it rains on Midsummer's Eve, the filbert crops will be spoiled. Unknown. Hey guys, anybody out there know what a filbert is? If you do, let us know, t.me slash allaroundgrowth, and uh, spoil it for those who haven't listened yet. Another folklore tidbit from the summer solstice is one swallow never made a summer. Easterly winds from May 19th to the 21st indicate a dry summer. That was about a month ago. I have no idea. And if there are many falling stars during a clear summer evening, expect thunder. If there are none, expect fine weather. And guys, at the end of this article, in addition to all of those embedded links, there are links to articles for the winter solstice 2021, the first day of winter, when the seasons start, the first day of spring, this article, seven facts about the June solstice plus a quiz, and an article on Midsummer Day 2022 and why and how the Midsummer is celebrated. So guys, check out the show notes for links to everything and more. And as far as today's episode goes on the first day of summer, that's a wrap. I look forward to seeing you later on this week. This is Rob Kaiser, and thank you. I believe